Engineering management can be a lonely place. Welcome to Managers Club, where you'll find interviews with top engineering leaders and managers to help and inspire you. Listen to the real life stories of successful and ambitious engineering leaders who are focused to lead their teams to bigger and better outcomes. This is Managers Club. Well, hi, today I have with me Ashok, a very good friend of mine. I worked with him a long time at Walmart. So welcome to Managers Club, Ashok. Hey, thanks, Vidal. Uh, it's a great pleasure to be part of your group. And then uh, uh, thanks for giving me this opportunity. Good morning. And it's a, it's a good Sunday and we are meeting at this uh, unprecedented time, it's like COVID time. And it's challenging for all the managers. So I would say this is the best part of the interview. Yeah. Okay. Well, well, we'll get into it. Yeah, it's, uh, it, again, it's great to have you. So um, why don't we start out, Ashok, maybe tell people a little bit about your background and how you got into management. Yeah, I, uh, I, I basically started with my career as a, as a software engineer. And why I wanted to go into software engineering is uh, the way I, I, I see things uh, around me. And I wanted to build some applications which are useful to the world, right? That is how I started. And then uh, somehow I went into computer science. I, my background is textile technology in my, in my uh, bachelor's of technology. Hello, Vital, are you able to hear me? Clear? Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, so I started with my career in uh, textile technology. Then I uh, had some of my friends who wanted uh, who pulled me in software training and then I got interest and then I came into computers. I did my uh, master's in India. And I got an opportunity to come to USA as a part of uh, Best Buy. And uh, that was where I started with my uh, the overseas uh, experiences. And uh, that was the beginning of me coming into retail industry also. And uh, that is how my background is. And I build most of the applications which are consumer facing and uh, associate facing. And that is about uh, my work. And then uh, most of my career, I've been working on silo. Uh, on uh, building stuff and i never thought about uh, giving being in a leadership role but i think after moving to dallas i got an opportunity to get into that leadership role and that is how i transitioned from being uh, a software engineer uh, to a software manager so that's where uh, i started my uh, the management job so that's about my background and uh, 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 what uh, and i have around like 15 to 16 years of experience in it and uh, most of the time, I, I wanted to be a full-stack engineer uh, from the beginning. I don't want to focus only my thought process in one single application uh, or like one single niche area skill. I wanted to be a full-stack engineer. And this MBA has brought me one more uh, dimension to my uh, career. It is about uh, being from a full-stack software engineer to a full-stack uh, software professional. So that way, right, I am able to talk the different languages of software industry. So that's where uh, it it gave me a lot of opportunity to go into that. So that's about my uh, background. Uh, uh, that's great, Ashok. So yes, I know you recently um, became a manager. So I'd love to hear yeah. maybe you could tell people a little bit about you know um, how you made that transition. And I'd also love to hear a little bit about maybe um, how you feel your MBA. Because a lot of people ask, you know, should I get an MBA, right? Mm -hmm. um, have you found it useful? You know, as an engineering manager, has it been valuable to you so far? Yes, Vidalia. So the transition part for me, it worked a little bit smoother 
the thing is first i i was a tech lead and then i started building up my own team and uh, the first process was to have uh, uh, start in the hiring process right so i wanted to see where uh, i wanted a full full flown team with the front end engineer a back end engineer and and a qa Uh, as, as associate as well so that way right i was able to form my team so the leadership gave me and a good freedom of about that and uh, once i started putting in things and then delivered some of the uh, like key key uh, initiatives which i took part uh, the leadership took uh, uh, notice of it and then that's how they they transferred me into a manager and at the same time i i took one more initiative that is uh, apart from my work profile i started doing this emba program and that helped me a lot uh, the main thing in the emba program is about uh, it's not about the 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 character or something which you get it's about uh, the knowledge which you get right you, you are like well informed and next is like you are able to articulate your views and how you are able to influence others i think that's where most of the engineers we are not good at right and then getting that enough uh, visibility uh, to you and growth focused and it's like career focused i think that's where the mba brought me a lot of experience on it and other thing is it brings you a lot of diversity in your career so you are into retail so when you go and uh, uh, go into this kind of courses right you see a lot of people who are from different uh, sectors of the industries like basically i i got a lot of people who were working in uh, the the manufacturing they were working in uh, uh, the real estate and so, some people were when were more mostly into hardcore uh, uh, hardware business like firmware business so that's where i was able to meet that cream of people and most of the people who were there in our uh, emba course was uh, they were all like around like average age was like from 30 to 40 and they had like enough of experience on their uh, on their career so that helped me a lot and i could learn a lot of things from them and uh, the, the creating the connections was good and i met a lot of people from uh, the uh, the linkedin area the social marketing i think these are all like helping you and how you can shape up your career i think that was one good thing another thing we had was one uh, immersion program we had uh, a certificate course for asian business studies so that made me a lot of uh, uh, a lot of help on how the the business is being seen in next part of the world right either it's like eastern part of the world where uh, it's all values and it's all human interactions which is totally different from the western world of seeing results and it's all uh, a short term result oriented uh, market so i think that was a good balance and uh, uh, being a com- in a company with a global reach so that helped me a lot uh, when i go and talk now we, we have a lot of initiatives which are which we are doing in sams us which is being used in across international markets so we can leverage that uh, knowledge so i i could be able to relate that whatever i studied uh, in the mba course So that helped me a lot. So that's fantastic. I know I, I saw some of the pictures you sent when you went to China. So that was really cool. Yeah. And um, you know, I, I agree with you. I mean, I did an MBA also, and I would say that the biggest thing I took away from it is the connections and the people that I met. Yeah. Uh, not maybe the specific classes, but uh, I met a lot of interesting people. Um, okay, moving on. I know we were talking uh, before the call about some of the challenges that you face. I know with the COVID nineteen, okay. but in general, I mean. doesn't have to be specific to covid-19 but what are some of the biggest challenges you face as an engineering leader uh so some of the biggest challenges is like uh, letting it go you know that's when when you are an architect or uh, 
a software engineer right so you, you own a software piece and you know that the work you do is accountable and then it goes in the github and suddenly you become a, a manager and uh, you lose control of it i think that's where uh, the total difference is uh, the, the transition was a little bit different because there i used to feel a lot of i take pride of my work and i can showcase now here it's all managing people right managing people and then attending meetings and then following up and then giving proper directions so that's where uh, it is but it's, it's the only thing we need to learn some lessons there is like uh, you need to get into that and you need to get into the mode of uh, delegating and uh, let others work for you i think that is the only difference like in in when you're in a software engineer you are doing the work and uh, you transition to a phase where you do the work by using others capability and uh, i think that's the difference i had little bit of challenges but i'm trying to learn that i am kind of day by day getting impro- uh, improvise on that uh, i'm taking some help from my leaders uh, as well on on how to effectively do that and the second part is uh, other challenges uh, communication across uh, upstream and downstream right so i i get some information from my uh, the 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 steering committee meetings and how do i want to communicate that uh to the downstream the peers right so they don't want to hear everything right and uh there is this there is this fine balance between like giving all out information as well as like only just giving the appropriate information i think that is where i, I faced challenges and i faced into a lot of troubles like sending in some of the mails which uh, i shouldn't be sending you know uh, those are some of the lessons which which i learned and also in that communications part comes the listening part so in most of the meetings i used to jump off and then like cut off people but i think now uh, i'm like trying to listen and at the same time i'm uh, able to get all the viewpoints and then pre- uh, take proper uh, direction across the meetings so i think that was one thing and next is uh, meetings and the follow up and after being the transitioning right i see a lot of uh, meetings and follow ups needed i think that's where i am i'm facing challenge now i started using some of the tools like teams and uh, i i i used to use the notes notes was pretty clumsy so i started putting in teams or i i started using some other tools like trello so that way right i can easily map onto the teams i think now the teams is pretty seamlessly integrated into the system since it is uh, seamlessly working with the office 365 uh, mostly i use that so that way i can stick to that uh, the, uh, the the timing as well as the the follow ups and next is sticking to the agenda in in the meeting that's where i had a lot of challenges like how do you cut off people right like when they are off track uh, you should be so polite at the same time you should even be upfront on saying yes or no and uh, and at the same time you need to be more of a good partner as well i think that cross communication that is the cross functional communication is one uh, i i faced challenge but now i think uh, that is kind of improving because you know right you might have seen in walmart like we always have this fight between product and engineering and the ux and the product and the ux and engineering right so that's where we need to be a good partner at the same time uh, up until your point so that like you are even safeguarding your team i think these are the main challenges i faced yeah i think that's a great list uh, you gave of a lot of the different things that are different between being you know the role of a manager and yeah a lot of those yeah. are really really good challenges so Thanks for being very honest and sharing that. Uh, maybe do you have maybe like maybe a specific lesson that you've learned as an engineering leader so far you could share maybe a story? Uh yeah, one story is uh, about influencing your thought. I think that's where I was talking, right? That was one of the challenges, right? And uh, influencing your thought and proving your integrity. I think this is mainly needed as you as you are in that position, right? 
and people should believe that you can deliver so unless they believe that they will not even uh, uh, th- there is no point of discussion like it so so for example i get a 2 million project so it's for the whole year and you are not only doing your job but you are impacting around like 10 people right so that way you, you you need to be precise on the decisions which you make and you need to be also creative sometimes so one example was uh, when we were slated uh, with this uh, the new tool uh, right I, I, because i transitioned from uh, the dot com world to the club operations world so it was totally a different world for me but still i was able to use that experience whatever i had in dot com and then uh, influencing the people here uh, in the club operations side because they had that i had enough of experience because i was working in scan and go and uh, i knew some of the uh, things which are happening inside the club uh, i know like for one year i worked on it and then that was helping me out in putting a, a defined product so say this was a kind of a tool where we wanted to have associate productivity so associates should also feel that uh, they are using consumer grade products right so that way i was able to bring in a lot of uh, experiences like bringing in rich images bringing in rich product descriptions uh, uh, and those kind of things uh, on top of it the product wanted a feedback mechanism immediately they wanted to see they want to pilot a program and they wanted to have a feedback mechanism then i thought this was a small idea so we thought okay wh- why not uh, uh, send a slack message uh, a slack channel uh, right like with giving proper alerts on it like saying somebody in a club associate who works and then he gives some feedback so that we right? we just started it was an idea and it's part and that's separate product now by itself so that was one thing i was able to influence the people and uh, uh, prove the integrity and have the experience which i have uh, used in my past that was one thing and that was like uh, another thing i uh, wanted to enforce here is go- going to the leadership with your proposal with a proper example right proper example or going with proper solutions and i think that's what people look at uh, because i cannot go to the leadership and say hey why can't we go this way right and i need to be be specific so i said uh, uh, there are like you know a lot of hops between in, in walmart there are different networks and how do you bring data so the the creative ways of finding out uh, how you can pull the data where it is residing and i think that helped me a lot so the main thing is uh, my experience on providing the a good product like ux and then experience on uh, how the data is and how the data governance is done i think that helped me a lot in influencing so going with a proper homework so that was one uh, influencing lesson i got and uh, second lesson is being original and being authentic in your communication i think that plays an important role when you're communicating right and on these brainstorming sessions where you know a lot of people come with different uh, viewpoints and uh, Uh, the viewpoint which you are going also can be vulnerable but you you got to be open right somebody uh, gives you feedback you know that's wrong then you should not take it to head and then you need to think about it right and then uh, doing what is right uh, is the correct thing to do instead of who is right i think that is the main principle i follow now even in my personal life right so you have a lot of arguments and you end up like having uh, uh, who is right i think that's where people are kind of confused and there that's where you have a lot of conflict so that is one thing and sec- the third point is bringing visibility to your product or project you are part of and then giving it back to the developers right so whenever uh, any new ideas coming in you you got to bubble up to the leadership right so uh, i am so proud of that part because like 
I've learned a lot from you. So you have been uh, doing the same thing. I know uh, from different levels, either it is a vendor or a full-time, you don't worry about that. As, once you are part of the team, you've got to give it back to the developers, right? Because they are the ones who are working for you. And I think uh, I learned this new concept. It's not a new concept. It's a servant leadership. I think that's the most important key lesson I learned. And uh, now uh, people are cherishing that. And uh, uh, the, the other thing is like people have to come and work for you. right like the playing playing a boss role is so important because people leave to the boss and not to the company so these are the three main uh, lessons i've learned with us and uh, i've been following you on that uh, and one on one is becoming one of the bigger challenges now and uh, the exhaustive list which you are given right i think that's helping me a lot so i could uh, prepare a spreadsheet for each and every person uh, with the questionnaires and send it to them and then uh, they come up with answers that way right i could i could easily evaluate them and uh, that makes my life easier uh, so one on ones are not giving a fruitful conversation now wow um that's a that's a good list of stuff you shared and i mean i like how you said you know you have to come very prepared to leadership and i i love what you said too about uh it's not like who's right but like what's the right thing right like just focusing yeah. on the right thing so um these okay. are great um well since you this is maybe a good segue into my next question since you talked about mm-hmm. people leaving managers for example like what what is your approach to hiring and recruiting uh hiring and recruiting uh so it, it's basically sticking uh sticking to the hiring principles right uh, i so far i built like two or three teams here for the past two years and uh, uh for your other information is like we got the experience team of the award uh, year for one more year this year so uh, the team which i built uh, they were like passionate and that's how i uh, used to be uh, building the team uh, saying that right i i look at a candidate who is having a complete package as a software engineer not only on one niche can say for example i am recruiting a back end engineer i would say uh, I, i would not only test his java skills i would also test his uh, uh, sql skills i would also test his uh, 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 like the quality to uh, having capability to uh, do a ui right and also i look at how uh, what are the other things outside of his work he has done so first thing i asked for him is like what are your uh, the open source uh, uh, community you are working with or he, what is your github and uh, i get like good information uh, about the person who i am interviewing so sometimes i even uh, go to the level of like linkedin profile and check with what they are and what kind of uh, uh, the circle they are having right so that's one thing i like doing a homework about a candidate before they come in and the uh, second thing is i i focus on uh, only 50% on technical and 50% on slot uh, on soft skills so you might have known about the star method right so that's what i also used to follow and we are slowly building that now here uh, even in walmart so and other thing i look for is the curiosity and uh, the originality and the and the ability to be upbeat with the latest technology so we have this one round where in uh, the design round i used to go and ask questions on uh, how creative they can be right uh, so say for example you wanted to implement uh, a, a tracking system for your vehicle right like maybe i'm in supply chain now so uh, i wanted to check with the candidate how far they can go right like either they want to track using uh, your phones your uh, your devices whatever it is right and that one and second part is on shopping also we are into the scan and go and uh, uh, i i repeatedly asked them like apart from mobile what are all the other platforms you can use for shopping right so that brings up the creative side of the candidate and even if they are right or wrong 
so that way right, you can judge them on uh, how far they are knowing knowing the technology like how uh, what is kind of the reading principles they have like right? so that is one and uh, there is always a saying right you have to hire a person who is smarter than you and uh, i think that's most part of it it's true uh, because you learn a lot you learn a lot of things from them right and uh, as you grow grow right the generation which is coming in they come up with a lot of new technologies so we need to nurture at the same time you need to check for your uh, uh, fit for the company culture so i think that is more uh, important and i would love to have a candidate immediately jump on a, a, a problem and then and start uh, coding right so that that's one thing i i look at it like uh, never giving up in the in the situations so yeah these are things which i see for a candidate and uh, yeah Okay, wow. That's a that's a good list. Uh, yeah. So I know you recently transitioned to be a manager. Uh what would be your advice for managers who are just starting out? Yeah, so I would say uh, I'm still I'm new. So one thing I I I can I can tell is like um going towards a manager job is it's like a lot of people think that uh, there is always a reluctance so there's nothing afraid to be taking that position right and um, uh, all through the years you will be in shadow and one day you got to lead this thing right um what else uh, can tell uh, one thing is like working with uh, self compassion and uh, gratitude i think that's the main thing so uh, when you become a manager right so you never know you end up in a situation where you get a lot of opportunities right so whenever you work for the team or uh, uh, the what to say uh, with peers or uh, uh, with the, the different way like with your uh, subordinates or your superior leaders so always go with the thought process of uh, uh, true authenticity and integration right so i think that's what is mainly needed and uh, always uh, listen so listening is uh, its main thing and if any idea comes from any of your uh, subordinates uh, you, you got to take it and then evaluate so they they always say right like uh, trust and verify i think that's that's more important point so you need to trust what is important and then upfront say them that this is not going to work i think that's where people lot of managers miss it so they just keep listening and then there is no action to it right so in one on one side if i listen that's where you can build trust and relationship i think that is more uh, important uh, uh, this this lesson i've learned in so far when i when i was reporting some of the managers right i had like good managers or different kind of managers so i think that's where the the balance is uh, you need to listen at the same time if it's not going to work out you need to give immediate feedback to them and uh, the feedback is like you need to be honest on giving the feedback i think that's where uh, that's the key for all the managers Uh, that's great. I mean, I'm really impressed with your answer. Uh being especially I mean you you just started out. You you give a very very complete answer to this. Um, tell me a little bit like what is your work day like, Ashok? Like how do you manage your time, calendar, emails, all the things that managers need to do? So, uh generally I uh plan uh I I'm, I'm kind of a not much organized person, but also I'm I'm trying to learn it because once you get into this this role, right? there's a lot of follow ups you, you need to manage your things i think this mba which made that made me a lot of things to be managed because uh, i had to do a, a, a part time as well as at the same time work with the uh, uh, current work life balance right so i have like three different tracks one is the the work 
and one is the uh, my personal life one is the emba i think that taught me a lot so plan ahead so i i do plan at least for 3 days uh, the sunday week the weekend sunday right like one or two hours i take time and make sure that like what are all the meetings which are there and i prepare for the uh, meetings what what need to be uh, spoken in that meeting and next is i i usually use my calendar uh, as uh, blocking times right so that's where i can i put some color codings on that it's critical or not so i block that time so that way right i don't get any uh, any of the uh, disturbances not distracted and uh, second thing is i started using most of the the tracking tools like teams and uh, uh, trello so that uh, trello i use it mostly for my personal thing wherein i track the things and then so that i can share it uh, with my uh, family friends and other people and uh, uh, this is the the schedule i follow and morning most of the time it's all meetings and uh, i make sure that i i don't attend into all of the meetings like uh, you know right the, the the agile brings a lot of the ceremonies so i usually join the the scrum meetings so that's like 15 minutes so you get to know who's working on what and uh, next is i i i join the uh, sprint planning meetings uh, so because that is important which is going to come first so that way right like i spend only two hours on that and then uh, half an hour on this so other meetings i leave it to the tech lead so they can take decisions and if there are any triage meetings or uh, uh, the uat support meetings i usually join because that involves the the business partners right uh, so wherein and then the retrospective i think these are the four meetings which i join for the team and apart from that uh, i take time on some of the uh, the trainings the tech tip so you know right tech tip is most important for for uh, uh, for any kind of project so now what we are trying to do now is uh, we are booking some like 30 to 40 minutes on going towards the tech tip and then how your code quality should be maintained so uh, i i put more focus on that and i also started a new initiative of uh, creating architecture council that way right like we can bring in a lot of people who wanted to work on uh, uh, what they are working on because we have like four or five teams and uh, those teams should be uh, giving in like uh, descriptions about their project like the the design uh, the design meetings so those kind of meetings i attend so that's how i manage the the work thing and uh, uh, i here we don't have the flexibility of like no meeting days or something so it's all of the days are meeting so it's like i need to snack uh, and like sneak in some other time for my uh, other work also so that's how i manage so it's not that much pretty organized but i'm trying to learn and uh, improvise on it wow okay yes you have a lot on your plate i can tell um yeah yeah i know <laughs> so, so you remember right we we had this uh, exceptions you know the tech tip you remember like how we worked for that like around 60 to 70% we reduced the exceptions on our uh, mobile right uh, so yes that's the same kind of No, I remember. I remember. Um, okay. What what would you say is a personal habit that contributes to your success? Um so my personal habit is like hard work and being authentic. I think uh, that's the most important thing. Like uh being original and then uh, at sometimes being original puts you into a lot of trouble, but in a long run I think uh, that's more important for you. Right? You need to be Uh, uh really really honest on uh, what you do and how do you convey and uh, you always have the same face right you you talk in meetings and then in a workplace you need to uh, you need to carry that so i think uh, that's more important and uh, uh, i always go with the sense of gratitude in my day to day interaction so uh, anything right 
when you talk to somebody or if they are like helping you and you have to thank them back i think that's the most important thing in the uh, in your personal as well as like professional career you never know like when you get the opportunity and uh, i i am a strong, i am a firm believer of karma so you know right like and uh, other thing is there is something called as aura which you create and being a softer professional right you need to maintain the professional aura so uh, in personal life that's how you attract people right so that energy so the energy which flows right that's more important so whenever you are original i think uh, that's where that it comes up automatically i i'm i'm being pretty philosophical in this in this case but that's how it has worked for me throughout my uh, career or in my personal life so i think uh, uh, and uh, yeah and you should be willing right like willingness and openness to help uh, people and that's where i got lot of help back in my difficult situations the so last two years were like uh, pretty hard for me uh, both in personal as well as in professional life but i think that's where the, the connections which i made uh, earlier helped me lot ஆமாம்ம்ம்ம்ம்ம்ம்ம்ம்ம்ம்ம்ம்ம்ம்ம்ம்ம்ம்ம்ம்ம்ம்ம்ம்ம்ம்ம்ம்ம்ம்ம்
and next is the commitment and then i think uh, all the team members should be committed so that's the job uh, being a team to be committed towards an organizational goal is the most important thing for any manager so that's why i think it's in the third point right kind of a middle ground right so uh, you need to have uh, make sure that if some of the employee is not uh, committed to working and that you can easily judge right so that's where you need to enforce on uh, bringing in the team members and accountability and accountability is one where i'm focusing more on now so uh, what we do here is uh, we have uh, uh, people coming in as full time right i, I convert a lot of contract to hire so there is this reluctance from the, the vendors who trans- transition from normal uh, like contract to hire to the full time so full time plays a major role right you need to have a lot of responsibility you need to be accountable say for example i have an android engineer in my team so he he is the person he or she he has to take the full accountability of delivering that till uh, uh, the apk which is being generated and if it's a proper version and i think that level of accountability is needed and then communicate to the business partners i think that uh, that is what i'm trying to bring in so all of them are mostly youngsters in my team and they don't have this experience right so i need to kind of keep on reiterating that and i think that's coming up like as i uh, in one on one meetings i used to tell them okay this is what i used to do and maybe you can follow that right so that is what accountable brings in and results right uh, listening to the results i think that's where whenever you do an engineering project or something how is it resulting in your uh, career or for the team right so that visibility you need to give and give attention to the results and uh, that's where now we started collecting a lot of metrics now uh, like your jira burn uh, burn down chart or uh, uh, say for, for example i put this code what was the nature of the code before that and after that how would help you so i think quantifying that uh, uh, the, the the simple single line of code towards your business objectives or towards your improvement of your uh, engineering quality i think that is what, what is more important so you, you need to pay attention to the results i think this book is a lot of thing and i've shared it and uh, now the book is going around circles in within my team so uh, that is great so i i, I started uh, sharing it to the team members and they, they all love it now so Uh, that's a great book. So thanks for recommending that and kind of summarizing a lot of the key stuff from the book. Yeah. Um, I have um, one last question. What is your approach to like coaching members of your team, maybe like with regards to career development or, you know, moving forward? Um, how do you, what do you do there? How do you approach that? Yeah. so uh so coaching and mentorship starts with a specific uh, <clears throat> level of setting expectations and goals right so uh, as a coach right you need to you need to be in that journey so you, you cannot say it's not a delegating job right so if you say uh, so i for example i can take like i'm i'm coaching a person who is a, a new qe in my team so he is a junior level engineer so he comes to me and says uh, hey ashok this job is like very boring for me and i've been doing this and i i kind of told him no uh, this qe is like one of the uh, kind of a powerful job you know like i told him like uh, you are kind of the gatekeeper for this and i gave him a lot of things how we can transition to the development team right by giving him like uh, it's not just testing you are doing complete automation testing so that way you learn uh, uh, complete coding so he wanted to go into the development world right so that's where he he sees the other side of the screen so i told there are a lot of other things but as a as a qe 
you are being accountable for this uh, particular deliverable the quality at the same time you get good visibility to the product business and everybody right so you you go and sit in a sprint planning and you are dictating the terms of the acceptance criteria of the story so that's when you, you kind of motivate people to that kind of job or job nature right so uh, so whatever job they have been put into so you need to justify and then at the same time giving giving them specific examples of why you feel like that and how you want to take it up so i think that's where uh, the the conversation so when you start with the conversation of the coaching we need to listen to them like what exactly they want to do right so now i'm able to understand his side of argument okay this is boring or like what he wants to do i think once you get the tone of what he wants uh, or she wants i think that's where the, the first point of coaching is and next is setting up the goals right like uh uh for the next 3 or 6 months like what is your long term goal so you ask them you listen to them and what kind of homework they have done it and then telling them this is what I, then we need to relate with our experience uh, that's where uh, the coaching comes in because the individual skills totally differ because i i, I am like now 15 years experience i might be very good at coding now but he might be like very fast in coding so we just need to balance that i think that's where the coaching and mentoring comes with and uh Uh, next part is like i give them like specifically in the one on ones i say okay this week you need to uh, past two weeks uh, you started with the sonar thing uh, what was the result right so that's how i i go with uh, coaching and mentoring yeah and i've seen a lot of good results uh, on that and next is empowering them right like testing them and uh, trying to make them uh, uh, feeling more proud of what they are doing So thanks Ashok this very uh very complete answer. Um yeah. So you've been super generous with your time really. Thank you so much for coming on the Managers Club and and sharing with everyone. Uh where can people go to find out more about you or reach out to you if if they have questions? So uh mostly I'm in LinkedIn. Uh, uh that's my personal thing and then uh Uh, i have a github uh, a link uh, github or they can reach me in, in medium as well i started blogging a little bit maybe for the past 2 3 months i'm pretty slow i'm now into uh, uh, youtube mode so we're in this is a new hobby and it's like sucking me in so the the new uh, the the the, uh, the food channel which i'm i'm, I'm a kind of a uh, complete foodie so you know right like uh, i uh, from the the tradition which i come from so i started youtubing and then uh, i'm getting good traffic on that so i'm more into the photography as well in that so they can reach to me in linkedin for the professional thing for any kind of stuff on uh, personal stuff hobby or something they can reach out to me in uh, in youtube or instagram or facebook yeah that sounds great i will uh, I'll, i'll provide links to that in the in the interview yeah. So again thank you again so much it was great to have you here my friend and uh talk with you soon Yeah thanks Vidal yeah thanks for this uh, nice opportunity it's good to be a part of this manager club and uh, we have be, I've been following your site and also uh, you know you you won't know a lot of people in in Sam's club I've kind of forwarded your link and they all have their bookmarks uh, about your uh, manager's club it's like uh, you're doing an awesome job for the manager's community <laughs>